Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, I never have the bloody music ready. Hold on. Here we go. It's coming up. It's coming soon. It's coming now. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Simon here, and it's Laura over there. Bonjour. Oh! <laughs> right, here's a project. Yeah. Every time we do a podcast, you've got to do a, a unique hello. Okay. Something different every time. Can, like, I, can I not go through the however many languages? It's up to you. But I want you to surprise me every time. Like, now I think you're going to do a... Uh, next time I think you're going to do... Uh, in, in Japanese, yeah. Whatever it is, <laughs> you know. Um, hello. Just surprise me every time. Okay. So have a little think. I don't want to put pressure on you. All right. It's not like you've got a lot to do, though, so come on, get it sorted. Um, hope you're well. It's episode 79. I mean, we did an over an hour long episode yesterday, so who do we think we are doing another one so soon, eh? It's ridiculous, isn't it? I know, but we've already had feedback from yesterday. Have we? We have, and... Gives me feedback, then. No, Our no. Our feedback. People enjoyed it, and they said, they you know, they could relate to some of the the issues we were talking about, you know, especially the bit about having that thing of thinking about people that have upset you over the years and that you're not talking, blah, 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 that kind of, because I think we've all had that, haven't we? So, yeah. So it's, oh, but it's nice to get feedback and nice to hear people, oh, you know, are enjoying it. And Please get in touch. Yeah. We love it. Husband and wife pod at gmail.com. 
It's in the description of the podcast pretty much every time. If you want to email us, you can. Or send us a private message. Send us private messages on the Instas. Yep. That will, I'll put the links to them in there as well. We always love to hear from you. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice to know people are listening. If you'd have, if you'd buy pictures of Laura's gnarly feet, like on OnlyFans, let's, let us know. Well, get that going. do you know what? Uh, you know how disappointed I am about not getting to go to my uh, cousin's wedding. All right. She said to me, well. Get some OnlyFans going. Get on it. Well, if she's going to be like that, what about she divvies up with some pictures of her feet? All right, then. If you're into my cousin's feet. Not for me. I want about <laughs> for the site. If, you know, your family's feet. you got your feet. you got your cousin's feet. She's got a sister. Uh, you're on about a family feet. Family feet fetish. Wow, look at that. The, the get, triple for. Get your mum's talons on. I mean, Annie Calf, <laughs> you know, and then if there's anybody out there, the fellas, yeah, the full family feet, the female family feet, yeah, funky female family feet, yeah, on a Friday. Every Friday, a new member of the family is going to put <laughs> the gnarly toes on, and all we want is what is it that people get? Hundred thousand pound a month? Yeah, that do us. My toes are beautiful as well. I mean, this wasn't what we were going to talk about no, today, but we, start? we got into it. Um, well, we are fresh ish from a big night out last night in fact we had a big day yesterday we talked about mm-hmm. and yesterday went to al Sakal avenue for the cos arts fest which the more i think about it the more i really enjoyed just because what was really nice for me yesterday is i felt like i kind of succeeded as, as a husband and dad sometimes our weekend day we do nothing all day all night yeah. sit staring into space feeling like we've got no life and yesterday i don't want to say i took the bull by the horns but I kind of sorted James Blunt out. Yeah. And I kind of pushed the uh, envelope. Yeah. And I... Well you done. You girls... Well were, done. No, but you know, like I got... A, I felt rubbish about myself all day yesterday. I, I was having a really bad day about me personally. Yeah. But every time I felt like that, I looked at you guys and you were having fun. Yeah. Buying jewellery, buying getting stuff at the uh, festival. And then last night, so much fun. Yeah. For, for several reasons, which we'll talk about. And I felt like I, I went to bed last night feeling utterly miserable about myself. But satisfied but like, as a dad. I kept, look, this is going to sound really sentimental and I, I might get the itchy nose when I say it. But <laughs> I kept thinking last night, I love these three. You know, me girls. Yeah. Like I'm like the dad, the protective lion, you know, and you're, you're me little women. Yeah. Not little women, like the film. <laughs> Or the book. I think it were a book. Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think you, all three of you, in your own way, great, powerful, strong, funny, complicated women. You know? Yeah. And it's great to be part of that. So I felt good yesterday. Good. It, that, had it not been for that, I don't think I'd have gone last night. And I just think I'd have had a terrible day anyway. Yeah. So I did, it's not like I had a great day, but it was great watching you guys have a great day. Yeah, no, it was you nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. So, James Blunt last night. Um, what's always good is I get a bit of free time before an event like this because you're all upstairs doing your stuff. I was ready first. I was you're quick. I was quick, but then I then it's like everyone Paint else. the nails. Everyone else is like, can you do my hair? Can you do this? And I'm like... Yeah, but yeah. That, even that's quite nice. No, it is. It is. So, we went to Coca-Cola Arena in Dubai last night uh, to watch James Blunt. So much to talk about at this concert. <laughs> it was so good. Um, it was your first time seeing him. 
I think it is actually, yeah. yeah. And Which is amazing, really, because I, I said this on the interview. I don't know if I posted the link to the interview, but I'll put it in this description anyway. I interviewed James last week. Yeah. And I said I bought tickets to see him in England. Yeah. When he f- was yeah. fresh on the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, I love this guy. I'll get some tickets. Then I got offered the job in Dubai, came here. And, I, and funnily enough, I saw, I became a ticket tout. I sold because I bought the tickets pre him getting massive. Yeah. And then by the time I sold them, he got massive. Well, I saw him on his very first tour. Yeah. And then I've seen him, well, this, last night was the fourth time I've seen him. And I was saying to you earlier, to go back to a concert, you know, to see an artist for the fourth time, yeah. you've got to know that you're going to a decent gig. And every time I've seen him, brilliant. And the thing is, there'll be people listening to this now going, James Blunt, you've seen James Blunt four times, mm-hmm. but he's a c- and he's not. No, and we such a funny guy as well. I don't want to keep going. I know this is old ground now, but that concert last night was a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Right? He came out. It's in Dubai where a lot of bands come and sometimes like take the money and run. They put on half a show. Yeah. Not, and we have seen hundreds of bands out here talking about small acts. Oh, we've seen Talking that. about huge acts. Oops. Christmas oh, bells. Oh, we've got to shift these bloody Christmas bells. Um, them over there so we we've seen really big people. I've seen a big artist do two songs. Yeah. Well, let's out him. We saw Liam Payne yeah. off of One Direction. Yeah. He came on. Did he do two? Something like He didn't even do any One Direction. Di- he didn't songs? do any One Direction songs. He, no. He was pants. It's almost like he were passing through and somebody went, Oi, Liam, can you do us a couple? Yeah. At karaoke. Anyway, last night, James Blunt, 10 out of 10. Yeah. He treated it like it was Wembley. Yeah. And he puts, you can see the guy, he's sweating, he's got veins standing out on his neck, putting everything into it. Yeah. And as usual, mega self-depreciative, I don't know, self-depreciative. Yeah, he takes a mickey out of himself a lot. Self-deprecating, that's the saying. Um, what, what's when, when you poo yourself, what's that? Is that not? Self what defecating? <laughs> it's very close. <laughs> you made me think there. Anyway, let's start at the beginning. We got there. There's this lad called Greg on who he seems to be the go to. He's one of these guys who tends to do gigs around Dubai, and he's all right. He plays acoustic guitar. He's got a loop pedal. He's a bit Ed Sheeran. Yeah, yeah, he's and a good lad. He's good. Yeah, and he, he was on before Louis Capaldi. He was on before One Republic. He's he does some comes on and does a couple of songs while the place just fills up. He's all right. Yeah. Then he goes off. And then this really weird logo came on, like a bee. It was a coat of arms with a bee. And it appeared all over the screens, and there were loads of screens. Yeah. And I give you a knock, and I'm like, I think he's coming on. And I'm thinking, is this a joke? Has he done himself <laughs> like a coat of arms, but a really bad one? And then this man and woman come on to introduce him. Now, this is Dubai, right? Dubai issues, it doesn't follow norms yeah when you go to a concert in the uk the support band comes on they go off nobody says anything yeah you know that's the time to go to bar get your drink whatever i find that a really weird thing that people yeah. do out here and you've done it you like you've been asked oh, to do it many times it's the more because i'm look i used to go to gigs are plenty in the uk but i always feel if you have a support act and then it goes quiet and then someone comes on and talks What's the point of having that support it's act? It's the most embarrassing thing. I've had to do this hundreds of times out here. Yeah. And because I've been to a lot of concerts in the UK, 
some big bands like Oasis, and when it's Oasis and the crowd's feisty, you know you're going to get a feisty crowd. Yeah. And if somebody walks on that stage who's not Liam and Noel Gallagher, if somebody comes on to do a few announcements, well, here's what's going to happen to them. They're going to get pints of wee-wee thrown at them. <laughs> pints of wee-wee's going to get thrown at them. Yeah. So it happens here where a big concert's on, and because the radio station wants a bit of free publicity, they'll get me to go on stage. And if it was going on and introducing the band... Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Catboy here from Dubai 92. Great to see so many people out. Get ready. This act are, they've done this, they've done this, and here they are, it's the Stereophonics. Yeah, like 20 seconds. Never happens. Yeah. Here's what they do. They'll make me go on, and they'll say, the band's not coming on for 20 minutes, you just go on and do a bit. Yeah. A bit of what? I don't know, give them some information, tell them, tell them that there's a, a bar and stuff like that. I literally sometimes go on stage and go... Evening, everybody. Uh, Catboy from Dubai 92. So we've got about 20 minutes to wait till band. And, of course, the ba- they've seen all the lights go, but they think it's the band coming on. And if you need a wee, there's, to- there's toilets over there. Mm-hmm. So embarrassing. Yeah. So last night, this couple come on. And I think they, well, they, they're they were one of the big sponsors. No, they brought. They were the company well, they, that... They're the backers. Yeah. So they've paid for them to come out. Yeah. I'm guessing that's who it is. They don't want to say too many, much bad about them because they might be minted. But anyway... Uh, it was very unusual to were have... Were they a husband and wife? Yeah. Well, when they said that, I thought, oh, it was a husband and wife presenting team. No. It was... They got a little video thanking everybody, which didn't work. No, that was quite And awkward. again, so weird to see it's a big concert like this that's normally all smooth. And they kept going off and coming back. It was just so weird. Yeah, it was, it was a, a strange but intro. It, it was so bad... It was good. Like I said to you, well, that's going to be the highlight of the night. And I don't mean that derogatory about James, because yeah. I love him. It was so fun. I wish I'd videoed it. Yeah. Um, anyway, they go off. There's a little bit of a wait. Meanwhile, Betsy is, she. she's like all day has been so excited. And this is a girl, by the way who has been to more concerts than most kids will ever go to. Yeah, like all her life she's been coming to concerts with us. You know, we get free tickets for a lot because of me job. She's met big stars. Yeah. Since she was a baby. I've got photographs of famous people holding her as a baby in the studio. We've got Gary Barlow holding her in his arms. We've got uh, Al Murray. We've got um, Newton Faulkner. Yeah. She was playing with these dreadlocks. So, Billy Ocean. Yeah. She had a good old time with Billy Ocean, didn't she? She loved her, yeah. She's met tons of celebrities. Yeah, and she's seen a lot of gigs. So, but she all day was so, so excited about James Blunt. Yeah. And she, you could see, like, just beforehand, she's getting a bit giddy. But then something really weird happened. Yeah. James Blunt comes on stage. The lights start flashing. James was on, Hello, Dubai! I mean, I was at the end. Yeah. You were closer to her than me. She just lost the plot. She just, like, had this, you know, that when someone is so excited, they, like, giggle out loud. Like going over on a roller coaster. Yeah. At the big drop, she went, ha, ha, oh! He's real! He's real! He's real! He's real. He's real. <laughs> I can't believe it's him! Oh, my God. And it, like, it was just the best thing I... It was a shot in the arm, wasn't it? Because it was just like you wanted to cry, you wanted to laugh. It was yeah. beautiful to see. Yeah, it was pure, <laughs> pure, like, just excitement on that little girl's face. And She didn't sit down all night. I think she videoed the entire concert. I kept saying, put your phone down and just know, enjoy being here. I kept thinking she's probably going to want to show all her friends. Yeah. You know, it was, it was the best reaction I've ever seen. And Loved it, it. But do you know what? It made me, because I've... 
my mum always took me to gigs from a really early age and I'm you know people used to take the mickey out of me and call me like concert Laura because that's what I I used to do all the time was it abbreviated like concert concert Laura Laura. (laughs) yeah but yeah um I I've lost my train of thought oh yeah I used to get or no I still sometimes get that yeah 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 yeah. buzzing feeling that gig feeling and so I kind of like oh Get it, I get it. Um, the proper highlight last night, I think other than seeing watching you three, watching Betsy Pearl's reaction, um, James, regularly in interviews, did it in mine, talks about how he's had one hit. He's got a greatest hit, which is mm-hmm. all shine, but he plays on it quite a bit. Yeah. The crowd were well into him last night. It, do you know what? It was weird because I'd, it was only about three quarters full, maybe less because of distancing and one thing and another. But then it, suddenly at a point, it suddenly just felt full. And anyway, the crowd, uh, every time he plays, it's a great hit story. He keeps playing songs people know. Everyone's singing along. Yeah. Everyone loves it. He gets acoustic guitar. He strums the first couple of bars of a song. <laughs> and that crowd went mental. Yeah. And he went, it's not what you think it is. Yeah, they all sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I don't know if that's a tried and tested line for him. I don't remember him saying that before. Well, I'll but... tell you what, the timing on it, I almost thought the timing was too good. Yeah. Like, does he say this every time? Oh, I wondered if he, if he'll, that's his stick for that song now. I don't know what song he was going tour. into, but I wonder, did he play it a bit like You're Beautiful to get the reaction, do the joke, then go into the proper maybe, song? Maybe, maybe, but... But Do you know what? By the play. end of it, he was sweating. He'd been he and he. What they did is they did like um, a lot of the slower songs, and then they built it up to like the, the yeah. more upbeat. And the that was a really clever move on yeah. their part because by the end of it everyone's jumping and and he came into the crowd which i've seen him do a few times yeah which and he was why he's taking the make out the people on the settees at the front which is another thing you don't yes. get anywhere else in yes. world you know there's there's 60 sofas at the front of the stage where where it's a normal gig you'd have everyone in a mad mosh pit dancing yeah jumping the fans up and down. yeah uh he's, he's having a pop at them people but in a funny way he does everything do you know what he ticks every box he does that thing of Stopping singing and letting the crowd sing. Yeah. Which is always great. And his voice is every bit oh. as strong in live as it is on, beca- on the tracks. Because he's got an unusual voice. He's got yeah. quite a weird cutting voice. It cuts through the sound. Yeah. Which I think is a really important thing at a gig like that. But look, all round for me, every box ticked. Yeah. Perfect gig. But we should probably stop talking about him now for the for the haters. One thing I do want to say. Go on. Um which amused you girls last night, as well as us being there, two of our daughter's best friends were there. They're twins. Oh, yes. Satuli and Mahaley. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever got the names right. Because I can never remember the names. I name them after Barack Obama's daughters. What are they called? Saskia and... <laughs> I, I can't remember. Kerry or something. But I normally call them that because I think it's funny. Yeah. And um, they're... I don't think... I think they're still on the verge of understanding my sense of humour as a dad. Right. Yeah. So anyway, we go last night. It's their birthday. They sat somewhere across and uh, they both follow me on Instagram. And obviously I'd never messaged them or anything like that. So last night, because they're twins, I messaged each of them and said, happy birthday. I like you more than. What I did is to each one, I sent them their own name. So to to Satuli, I said, happy birthday. I like you more than Satuli. And then to Mary did the same thing. 
great banter. You, you <laughs> amused yourself, didn't you? <laughs> you liked it and Honey liked it. My, my worry was they're not going to get it. Like, <laughs> so many people do not get your humour, but thankfully... They got it. They got it. I always think one day a dad's going to come round. Like, they're going to go home and go, oh, look at this. Got this from Honey's dad, the radio guy. And uh, this, 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 <laughs> and the dad comes round and goes, what do you mean? What do you mean you like her more than her? Why have you sent them these messages? It's <laughs> just a bit of banter. Well, it's funny. Leo's friends, apparently, Leo always used to say to me, oh, my friends think you're really scary. Me. You. Me. And I'm like, how am I scary? I'm one of the least scary people I know. And then... They were like, and he's like, oh, yeah, they don't mind you. Honey says the opposite. Honey's like, oh, her friends all like me, but then think you're like, you're the scary one. Really? No, yeah. And then I feel like I fit into, I'm like cartoon, I'm like Homer or Peter Griffin. But cartoon I think dad. they start, as they get to know you, they start to get you. They get that you're a bit dry. Yeah. The Archbishop <laughs> of Banterbury. Yes. <laughs> so that was good last night. So that's uh, last night done. Hey. Something very exciting has just happened, folks. Something great just happened. We've took Betsy Pearl this morning to a uh, performing arts. Mm-hmm. We uh, just come back in. I sat down with a guitar, playing a bit of James Blunt. Yeah. We practice every day. And you came in. You're on your phone, sat opposite me. And I just assume you're doing phone stuff, business, whatever it is. Yeah. And then you look up and what did you say? I got it in three. I got it in three. And I'm thinking, what's she got in three? Well, I made a promise, didn't I? I said I would give it a go. So yesterday I did it. I did the Wordle. <laughs> Laura's done Wordle, unironically. I did it yesterday and I, I it took me five. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you'd done it yesterday. I did, yeah. All right. And oh, then, oh, quiet. No, I think you were sat near me. No, because you, you made me type a rude word oh, okay. in for number You're one. Funny, so, didn't you? So I kind of feel like... I don't count. That, yeah. And anyway, so today I thought I'll do it. I'll do it every day, like, yeah. you know, for a few days, like pro- like I promised. And I got it in three and then I looked up because I was quite proud of that. And I forgot to do it today. So yeah. I went, well, don't tell me what it is. And I got my phone out and then I had the pressure. Yeah. Because you and I are very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I got to two and I'd barely got anything. I'd got one, one correct letter and one letter correct but in the wrong place. How you got it? And I'm thinking, how am I going to get this in three? And I just dug deep. And I don't know, I could have been wrong. But this is the fun thing. After I got it, you come over and sit on my lap and you're like, well, what I did is I got one letter. And I'm like, you're in. (laughs) (laughs) You're in. I'm the pusher man. But what I've not done, by the way, is now put that little picture and tweeted it. Yeah, and done a tweet, which I've not done. Like, that's the bit I don't get. I've got, I've got it. I've done it. But what you did is you did the version of that tweet to one person, me. You joined a little club called the Wordle Club. And now, look, we can have that banter every day. Yeah. If I won't play that until I'm with you every day. That's my promise. Okay. But but then then I can see that and I can see, like like I was saying, you know, the, the quiz team obviously all have the yeah. probably competitive against each other. But it's people that then... Stick it on Twitter for everybody to see. Yeah. That is the bit I don't get because nobody cares. Nobody else cares. I know, but look about what I got. What did I just say to you before? Like I sometimes post on Twitter, like I'll put a post on about this podcast. Yeah. And I put a post on yesterday about yesterday's podcast. And maybe so twice a week I put a post and I think my first thought is, oh, am I annoying people with my tweets? And then I thought, 
well, how many tweets do I see a day that annoy me? Yeah. And I don't mean annoy me. Like, no, there's I get a lot it, of Wordle. I get it. So there, there's people that tweet about Wordle. So that's there. There's people I like through the week tweeters who are really interesting. And then on a Saturday, they suddenly start tweeting about West Bromwich Albion. Like, hashtag WBA. And they won't put West Bromwich Albion. They'll put, oh, my God, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. I can't believe that. Why did we buy him? Hashtag WBA. And it goes on. It starts on a Saturday morning with yeah. the anticipation. Yeah. And it goes on all after, all day. And then they're whinging about it all night. And then everyone's having back and forth, hashtag WBA. You don't like the football tweets, do you? There must be a hundred. I don't know how many football teams there is in the British Isles. There must be a hundred. Yeah. And that's not counting everywhere else. And... I find them more annoying than I find the Wordle tweets. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. Well, at least with the Wordle tweets, I can go like this. Like just now. Oh, I got it in three. So everybody else is asking, oh, they did better than me. Oh, they did worse than me. Yeah. I actually find that more interesting than the football or the bloody Boris Johnson tweets, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. I'll that's, take it. That's my piece on that. But it's well done because what you've done there is you Jurassic Parked Wordle. I absolutely did. You know that. It's a very smooth segue, in it? Come on, you got me. That's sexy. That's yeah, what I do, you know. well done. You've <laughs> you linked ju- it in. Yeah, because we're just going to finish on talking about Jurassic Parking. We've been threatening to talk about yeah. this for ages. What Was it Wordle that brought this on? Yeah, I think it was, because I totally have done that. I, I, I have broken it. Yeah, so Jurassic Parking mm-hmm. obviously comes from Jurassic Park, the film. Me and my friend Steve... I'm sure he actually went to see it, but I never went to mm-hmm. see it. Now, look, I love it now, Jurassic Park. I think it's yeah. a classic. Uh, but when it came out, it went so mental. Yeah. Everything was suddenly dinosaurs. You got a free dinosaur here at McDonald's. Dinosaurs were on cider buses. Well, Everybody loved dinosaurs. I can actually remember going to the cinema with mum mom and dad. So, yeah. yeah. So I didn't see it. And my mate Steve said to me, you, you Jurassic Park in it. Oh, no, it was the next thing. So the next thing might have been four weddings and a funeral, right? You didn't do it with that. I Jurassic Parked every Hugh Grant or, is his, what's his name? Richard Curtis. Yeah. All that stuff that came out like that. Oh, Romantic wow. comedies, which, as you well know, now, I absolutely I love. was knee deep in that. Of course you were. <laughs> but... I Jurassic Park. So, yeah. so then my mate said to me, with perhaps around the time of four weddings, I'm not going to see this crap. Everyone's talking about it. Hugh Grant's not even good looking. He's annoying. He's got foppy hair. He's a posh idiot. You're Jurassic Park, in it? So what he's saying is you're doing what you did to Jurassic Park. Yeah. That has now become... Your thing. A catchphrase. Yeah. So we want you to get in touch with us. Tell us the things you Jurassic Parked and why. Husbandandwifepod at gmail.com or Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, whatever. What have you Jurassic Parked, right? Mm-hmm. So going back in the day, can yeah. you think of any when you were younger? Well, a film that I did it with, like you did it with Jurassic Park, uh, I was at uh, Sixth Form yeah, and Titanic came out and everybody was talking about Titanic, everybody was talking about the song. You were about when it originally sank, you were at Sixth Form then. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking good. So yeah. that, yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, it's what's I didn't see it. I went to see that in the cinema, which you would think because it, on paper, it's a romantic comedy, but I actually, the whole Titanic story to me, yeah. because when I was younger, I loved planes, ships, trains, yeah. anything like that. So I went to see it for the boat. I didn't go and see it for the love story. That was an aside and it was very moving. Well, I like a romantic film, but I think I was totally trying to hipster it. 
Hipstering it. That's another thing, isn't it? Yeah. Trying to be that's like people do with Coldplay and James Blunt. Hipstering yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you ones that I did when I was younger. Go on. Baywatch. Never watched it. Beca- I did because yeah. everyone loved it. Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. I watched that. Yeah, Jurassic Park. That. I bet you didn't watch the other one then. Um, Dawson's Creek. Never seen a single episode. Yeah, watched all of that. I think I might have watched a couple of episodes of Party of Five, but that were a weird one on Channel yeah. Four. Yeah. But it had Jack from Lost in it, and it had. Claire Danes in it. Mm, don't know about Maybe. that. Maybe. Anyway, um, soap operas. I've Jurassic Parked all the soap operas, apart from Brookside, which I went through a bit of a phase. I have Jurassic Parked Coronation Street because I used to watch EastEnders. But, so I think out of loyalty, I did that. Disney. Now, I missed... I mean, I didn't go to see Disney films as a kid. I can't understand why my mum and dad didn't take me to see Disney films. Because my mum did used to take me to cinema quite a bit. We just missed Disney. Maybe my mum were maybe my mum still thought you were a fascist or, or you know <laughs> whatever. But anyway, I, I I know I find that one really weird that you like yeah. it's taking you all these times. To now I'm into it because of Betsy Pearl, so I'm watching. Well, the, Leo, Leo was like he used to always watch all the yeah. films, didn't he? So well, I think he's starting to Jurassic Park some uh, stuff now. Do you? Yeah, yeah. The stuff he's not bothered about. Like, I don't think he was bothered about watching Encanto. We, we we forced him to watch that over Christmas. So, um, Robbie Williams. Well. Because you were a massive Take That fan. I was, but I was never a Robbie fan, even when I was writing to Take That. And really? I, I met Robbie. I've got a really f- weird story. I met Robbie and he had my apron that I made in GCSE textiles. And he put That's it, not a euphemism. No, that's a genuine thing. He put it on. <laughs> And, yeah, I just, I don't know. But do you remember, well, you will remember, when, I'm going to say it was peak Robbie, Angels. Mm. And at that time, I was early to mid-20s. I was working back and forward in the UK. I was in a band. I was doing Camp America, so I was going across there in the summers. And I can remember it was not long after Take That split up because they were still touring big yeah. arena tours and stuff and then Robbie went off on his own. And Angels, I mean, I used to call it one of the Chav funeral songs. Yeah. It's one of them songs that Chavs would have, you know, yeah. when people stopped having hymns, they started having stuff like Angels, didn't yeah. they? Countdown theme tune. Um, and I remember going to a pub in a rough bit of Sheffield mm-hmm. and it was a karaoke night and I swear to God, Everybody did Angels. It was almost like the guy only had one disc, <laughs> you know, and it'd be like, and people would be getting up and they were crying, you know, and people are cheering for them. Like it, it was, and it was just this thing, like it was almost like the second coming, this bloody song. And I don't well, mind our, the song. Our, um, our mate Daz out here, um, who we did the uh, like second wedding thing for. Yeah. The, re- the wedding renewal. Oh, yeah. It, that's his, he's, put Angels on, put Angels on. That's my song. Yeah. I mean, there's a thing in there, and it's like grown men as well. It's not just women who fancied Robbie. That song comes yeah. on, and suddenly it's like a coming together. Everyone's got their arms around each other. Everyone's got wet eyes. Yeah. You know? So you can, I mean, I Jurassic Park, Robbie. I did it with Spice Girls. I s- ah, still, I'm there. I'm still there with Spice Girls. Yeah. And it's weird because I like some of the songs, but come on. I they was- weren't great. It was just a thing. The press made them bigger than they actually were. None of them can sing. I know. The crap. They, th- that's it. And I think about that. I do think about that. I think, 
Like, I mean, well done them because they've capitalised on uh, something that. If you ever watched that video of them singing with Pavarotti, yeah, one of the greatest voices in the world of all time, Pavarotti. Listen to how bad they are trying to keep up with him. I know. I like. I, I was thinking about it the other day because I was thinking about Little Mix, and Little Mix actually can sing. The girls can yeah, sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, they don't deserve to have this title of no. the the best. Girl but, band but there ever. were bands around, like All Saints had good singers. Eternal had good singers. Yeah. There were bands around who had good singers. Why did this... I think it was that thing of, they were so bad, they were good. Well, and, and because they had they each had that um, individual it, it was, label given to them. It's it was very British, isn't it? It's almost like Seaside, Kiss Me Quick, you know, to like something that's not... Like carry-on films, liking something that you shouldn't really like. Yeah. Sex and the City... I totally Jurassic Park that. I have never, ever seen an episode. And I've got to be honest, I've seen clips like everybody has. Yeah. I don't want to see it. And it's come back round again, hasn't it? And You know, because we've been watching Emily in Paris. Yeah. And that whoever made that is something to do with Sex in the City. Okay. Well, I know the new version's come around. And again, I I saw every, like all these women talking about it. I'm like, and they they did the letters rather than, and I'm like, what's that? And then I Googled it because I'm not in the club. Mm. And I was like, oh no, it's come back. They're getting on now. I mean, everyone joked about two films ago that they were getting on. Yeah. You know, and they weren't spring chickens when it came out, let's be honest. Yeah. Now, they're like bloody golden girls. Yeah. Anyway, 100%. Uh, I'm going to tell you one that I feel really guilty for Jurassic Parking. Go on. And as I get on, you're not going to like this. It's a, it's a musician. Who do you think I'm going to say? Who? Who have you Jurassic Parked? Is it somebody recent? One of the most famous musicians ever, no longer with us. And for some reason, I've Jurassic Parked him my not, entire life, but I'm starting to think I need to un-Jurassic Park him. Not Bob Marley. No. No, I loved Bob Marley. I, never, what are you I, about? I thought that, I can't think, because you know I love him, so I was thinking it was... The Little Purple Pervert. Oh, no. I'm not bothered. Listen, I have Jurassic Parked... Prince. Are you going to say, I I'm not going to like the fact that you're going to reverse it? I think you might not, but I'll tell you for why, right? Sadly, I'm sorry, and I, I'm going to admit this because I think a lot of people in the world still do. I absolutely loved Michael Jackson when I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. He was the I mean, God, his promotion was unbelievable, but he did great songs. Yeah. There'd be no The weekend without Michael Jackson, yeah. right? Whatever you think of him as a person... And we've definitely got strong thoughts on him. He's brought out some of the most iconic music of the last 50 years, right? I loved him. And if you liked Michael Jackson, you didn't like Prince. That was a thing. Right. And Madonna. They were the kind of three icons and you kind of, you liked one, you didn't like the others. That was the thing. You know, it's like blurring oasis, isn't it? Anyway, it shouldn't have stuck because Prince is in easily in the top 10 guitarists of all time. He is one of the greatest musicians of all time. When you watch that uh, video of him doing the While My Guitar Gently Weeps, it's a a George Harrison tribute. On that stage is some of the greatest musicians. Tom Petty. It's not, for me, it's not that I've Jurassic Parked him when I've ever seen or even heard his songs. I'm just not that bothered. It just doesn't do it for me. Well, is it? I actually like his songs. I've never listened to an album. Which is a terrible thing to admit at this mm. age, and when you're into music, like we both are. But 
I do like quite a few of his songs. Well, I'm going to give you one that I've done a similar thing on over the last few years. Another modern-ish one. Go on in. Taylor Swift. Now, because you I, coming round on Taylor Swift? No, I have done for a while. Oh. I, I I used to. Not only did I not particularly like her music, I used to find her quite irritating. But yeah. she's not. No, she is. She is still quite oh, irritating. I think she's. A, I think she's. A, I think you know what. I think she's a really positive role model. No, I think she I think she is still quite irritating in a lot of ways, but I think I understand her a lot more in yeah. why she is that way, if that makes sense. And I appreciate some of her songs a lot more than I, I like used her to. songs. She's done some good songs. She has done some not so good songs. But, a lot of good ones, though. But she has the one that she's ones. done that's not very good is "Ooh, look what you made me do, <laughs> what you made me do." But, but a lot of them are great. I have done a turn on her, like so. Now I won't skip her if it comes on. I won't skip. And I'll tell you something else, Damon Auburn from Blur, who I really love. Right? Yeah. He's been of a knobhead over the years. Apologies for the language, but for the most part, he's a great musician, right? Yeah. And he does good stuff. He was in an interview recently, and he said. This is big news, and I don't know if you and I have talked about it. He said, somebody said something about Taylor Swift, and he went, well, she's not a songwriter, she doesn't write her own songs, you know. Uh, when you say a song is co-written, and this is the same with Robbie Williams, Guy Chambers does a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Robbie might be sat in the room at the time and gets a co-writing credit. Yeah. And then he gets to say he's a songwriter. Now, I'm not saying Robbie isn't because I don't want cancelling, but Damon said that. Well, it's not songwriting, it's not like songwriting that I do. Yeah. Anyway, he this got taken out of this interview. Oh, okay. And I kind of get what he was saying in a way, but it got taken out. And Taylor Swift fans, who are mental, started pulling him up about it. But then Taylor Swift replied and went, isn't it amazing that you know what goes on? You've never been in a studio with me. And she said, I love your music. I've always respected you. And she's very good at that, Taylor. And she said, but it's amazing that you know what happens in a studio that I'm in. I write all my own songs. Yeah. And I believe she does. Yeah. You know, because a lot are about relationships. <laughs> and fair play to Damon. He held his hand up and went, look, it was an interview. I kind of, I shouldn't have said what I said. I'm sorry. But he's come out of it really bad. He's kind of getting a lot of flack for it. But I thought fair play to her. Yeah. You know, because a lot of male musicians say this about female musicians. And he said... He said, look, Ella Fitzgerald never wrote a single song. All she ever did was sing other people's songs, but she's one of the most iconic singers. I but, don't think if you don't write your own songs, it, I mean, if you've got that talent as well, it's a brilliant thing to have. But if you don't, I don't think well, Whitney it makes Houston, you any less of a musician Whitney or Houston a talented write a lot singer. Of songs. Or, and Whitney Houston has had bucket loads of good songs. Yeah. But I don't think she wrote that many of them, Right. I think it was a, but I think, I, you know, that what you're talking about with Taylor Swift, I've got so much more respect for her than I have for a lot of other performers in that ilk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she seems to play it really well. She's almost like James Blunt. Like, she owns the hatred and makes you do the flip. Yeah. So it's a good one. And it's good to hear that you're coming around on it. Few modern ones then. The Uni Pizza Oven, which I've already mentioned, I don't need to go into. <laughs> I've seen too many people who annoy me. Not my friends, who've now got them. But before that, I've seen too many people who annoy me on Twitter gushing about them trying to get a freebie or then gushing yeah, about yeah. them once they've got the freebie and hashtagging them left, right and centre. So I'm totally... I don't need one anyway. Yeah. I'm Jurassic Parking them. Brunch. 
we've done a lot of brunches here, but I'm kind of oh, yeah. at that point now where Jurassic Park and yeah, I'm, I get sick of hearing about them. Yeah, you know, um, Bridgerton. I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I did see. This is the funny thing. Did you I watched this when I had COVID. I did Jurassic Park it because I, I saw clips and I just thought, oh, it looks like a really badly acted um, Downton Abbey. The tech, the tech in the genre that we love, which is the period drama. Yeah. And I love Downton Abbey and it's got some great actors in it. And I saw, and I thought, God, the acting in this is not good. Yeah. But then, but yeah, then I was in bed with COVID and bored and yeah. like look, literally looking for something just to keep me going. And I ended up putting Bridgerton on. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? Because this is just before I went into hospital and I'm having fever dreams. And all I can hear it, I don't know any of the names. Oh, Mr. Pinkerton. Oh, Mrs. Darcy. Oh, I don't know, yeah. And I'm laid in bed having fever dreams <laughs> and you were watching it for like two, three hours a night. Well, because I couldn't sleep and do you know the thing, and this is the thing that, the thing that I'd heard about everybody saying was, oh, it's so naughty, it's so rude. Well, this is why I didn't want to watch it. What? But it's not. I have seen so many worse. That, pro- Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, Jurassic Park, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey too. for exactly the same me reason. Me too, me too. Oh, it's so sexy. Listen, if you want to watch something sexy like that, and I'm not saying do this, but the sexy stuff you can watch that's made for that. Yeah. You know, don't get the sanitised Hollywood but version. But I was a bit disappointed because I just thought, well, normal people, when I watch that, that is... See, not that, too naughty, almost see, too much. That's why I Jurassic but Park. But Bridgerton, that. I didn't think it was bad. Like, and and I and I was like, it's not. There's not actually much of that, and acting is not good. And yes, I know that everyone fancied the lead guy, but I watched it all. But meh. Well, there you are. I, I, that's one for me. Um, you you did it with cold feet as well, and teachers. And what was the other one? There was like one called Our Friends in the North. At that time, there was a bunch of them that came out. This Life. This Life. Oh, my gosh. Never that, seen a... And I reckon they would have been right... No, no, no. This Life is so different to the others. This Life is quite... Um, quite quick. It's so up your street. It, it is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. It's my fav- one of my favourite programmes. I used to watch it on... Never seen a single minute. It, is that... Which is the one where James Nesbitt has a rose up his bum? That's Cold Feet. That's one... Right. No, no, no. What's the other one? Is he not in the that's other one? That's cheesy. No, no, no. This one is the guy that's in, um, oh, the American zombie one. Who's in... Andrew, um, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, who's in, uh, what's the thing? He holds the thing up to Keira Knightley. Yes, it's it, him. It, yeah. He's it's like one of his first roles. There's loads of people. But it was, and I remember there being a really like early graphic gay scene in it. And yeah. I think it was one of the first TV shows that did that. But it was, again, so arty and it was all these different people and you would love it. And I, I just, one of the best TV shows ever. And I occasionally go. I'll see somebody say, one of the best shows I've ever watched. And, you know, It's gone now though, hasn't it? That ship has sailed. I mean, I think yeah. the only way we could do that now is when we're sort of retired or when I'm infirm, which is going to... Yeah, gonna but see, away. probably now looking at it, it wouldn't, it would feel dated. I know, but, you know, I think you can go back on some of this stuff. Yeah, maybe. Is it too late? The only other one I've got written down is, well, what I've written down is police TV looks. Um, what I mean by that is the detective procedurals, which we love. Yeah. But I'm getting to that stage with them now where it's like, what's the one that everybody likes with aging? The one we, this line of duty. Yes. 
like they've they all got it. they've all got the formula that they follow. But like some of them, they've got limited actors, so you know one of them's the baddie, right? Yeah. And it's never the one you think, and it's normally a goodie. And the lead detective was always split up from his wife. Yeah. Well, we're saying this, but there's a new Martin Freeman one on called Responder. Yeah. And apparently it is top notch. Okay. It's brilliant. Oh, he's great. And he's doing a Scouse accent in it, which everyone, that's what everyone's jumped on, but apparently does it really well. Okay. You know, people are saying he's much more than uh, Tim from The Office. Well, I've thought that for years. I think he's great. Yeah. But he, he's troubled. He's got trouble with his wife. Yeah. He's a troubled policeman, you know. Yeah, well, that's one one of the ticks. One step away from losing his job. I This started for me. Cagney, Lacey, my office. Let's <laughs> start with Cagney and Lacey. And I'm getting to that stage where I love them. We've just watched Stay Close on Netflix, the James Nesbitt one. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. It's all right. Well, because you can predict what's the bits, can't you? Yeah. yeah. It's never going to make it into any top list. And I'd say that about Line of Duty. Stop, everyone stop getting your knickers in a twist. It's all right. It's just EastEnders with policing. Yeah, it is. It is that thing of it feels half an yeah. hour, an hour or so. I feel about three series ago I, I checked out. Yeah. Like, oh, whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't care who it is. I don't care which one of you is the bad guy. Well, just I, end. I, I'll tell you something that I've Jurassic Parked. In COVID, everybody watched Tiger King. Yeah. I, we did. Yeah, we did. But I point blank refused to have to watch the recent... Tiger King 2. Tiger King 2. Nah, I'm off it. Because for reasons of, once I found out, like everyone thought he was funny, everybody made a, yeah. and, and actually, despite what the whole thing with him and what's her name? Carol Baskin. Yeah, just despite that, the way he treated animals it was yeah. disgusting. And for that reason Point alone, blank. I do not want to make him any more famous. Hey, he's good telly, but he, I think, horrible it, man. Yeah, and, and even those that were in that first series have come out and said the things that he did to, mm. to animals. So no, I'm not watching anything like that again. Let's draw a line under Jurassic Parking then. I okay. think we've done a good load of them. Yep. So please get in touch with yours. Contact us through methods that are in the description of the podcast. And give me a little reason why. Give us, you know, it, normally it's because of popular. Things are popular. Is there another reason? Yeah. Right. This was supposed to be 20 minutes longer, but at 45. Finish up. You said you've got a little thing to finish on. Yeah, well, I, I want to start finishing maybe with a little question, but I've got one today. Is Go it on. would you rather? All right. It's a relationship one, so no rows after this. Would <sighs> you rather be have a jealous partner or a not asked partner? <sighs> I, I honestly, you're very jealous. I, I'm better. But this is what I was going to say, is it is so difficult having a jealous partner. Yeah. Especially if you're me. And I'm sure guys that cheat on the wives are about to say what I'm about to say. I do not give a flying F about anybody else. I just don't care. Love me family. Love you. I've been through enough relationships. I can't be bothered. And it's not that I can't be. It's not like, oh, well, the offers are there. Once upon a time, I could be bothered. I can't be bothered now. Does not. I've never done it, and it doesn't interest me in the slightest, right? Yeah. But that's not stopped you. You would think I was the, the bastard son of Peter Stringfellow and Hugh Hefner. The way you think 
I'm like... <laughs> no, 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 no. You do, though. I, I, I openly admit I'm a jealous person. I, You know, it's it's one of my bad traits, and I've always said that. And I, I am better. I'm, I know I'm better than I... I'm more content in where I am in life with that. It's, but Isn't it... Do you realise... Go on. No, but I think I'd rather you be a bit jealous than not asked because having a, a not asked partner is also really shit well let me tell Sorry. you what the, 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 <laughs> let me tell you the turnaround i've done i used to be a really jealous person yeah when i was a lot younger yeah right? and i know what it makes you feel like inside and i don't can just drive you crazy and i could make you an angry bitter person yeah right and when you realise that, when you grow up and you mature a bit, and I'm not saying you're way more mature than I am, but when you when you realise the damage it's doing to your relationship, yeah, and when you realise that, hey, maybe I had a good one. Maybe I had a good one and I ruined it by being a dickhead. Yeah. Right? Once you start realising that, here's the thing. I know you could have your pick of the fellas, and I get to walk around with you and have the luxury of watching you get eyed up and down by dirty dogs all mm-hmm. the time, right? And in the olden days, I'd have been holding your hand in the mall, clenching my fist, and just dead-eyeing anybody who looked at you. And in bars, you know, wanting to chin people and stuff like that. Yeah. There's no way to live, yeah. right? No, if I, I don't it. want that, I need to find myself, no offence to these people, a pig ugly, you know, somebody who's never going to get looked at. If you don't want to feel jealous, but... Then go out with somebody who's never ever, you know, go out with a witch. No, for, no and again, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. there are witches. No, I get it, I get it. But I, I, I think I'd prefer. You don't, don't think I don't think things, but I, here's my thing: is I, as I've said to you before, I kind of feel like. Well, but nice. I, I, I think because of your job, I've been in situations where, like, women have literally. Like grabbed you. But that's not nice. No, no, and but that's uh, worse for me than it is no, you. No, and and. So they're all over you. They're drunk. They're all over you, and they think it's okay. And I and I and they're there with their husband sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I think, hold on a minute. If I then go over to your husband and start groping him in yeah. all sorts of places, how would they react? Mm. How would they feel? They'd be trying to chin me. And I'm thinking, but you're doing that to my husband, and because he's a little bit famous, <laughs> famous. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Because they they think because you know they're a fan, they're allowed to do that. And that has annoyed me over the years and that I've had to learn to, to, and, and that, you know, you, you don't get groped as much as you used to. What's happened girls? What's happened? (laughs) (laughs) Only because I don't go out as much as I used to. The ladies do still come up and give you lots of compliments and chat to you for ages Mm. and stuff like that. And I, I deal with that a lot better than I used to. Do you know what I think it is? Because of my job. Yeah. One of the big things, one of the big wins in my job. Yeah. Is to become, you want the men to, think they can be your best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The women, to kind of feel like, uh, he's like his, hus- his husband material is also a, a bad husband. You know, like... Yeah, yeah. That's what comes out on air, just how rubbish I am as a husband for you. It's funny, but you can see that I love you, and you can see that I love my kids. And that's what... Women kind of, I think, want that, don't they? They want the bad boy, which, as we've worked out before, I'm what? 68% <laughs> bad boy or something like that. But also very loving. Bit yeah. of a bit of a rogue. And... So then maybe that's the attraction, right? Because it's certainly not what I look like these days. And, but I think you have to see it as like, well, yeah, he's, I love him. 
you know, that's what I think about you is, well, I fancy you like mad, so why wouldn't other people fancy you? Yeah. And they say love is blind. You can fancy people who are, you know. But, I don't, all right, so people are going to fancy you. You know, I'm the one who's hand you holding. I'm the one who gets to go home and argue with you. I'm the one who's, who's you know, never going to get away from But you. we're both very quick to say to each other when one's, like, not been very attentive for a, a day or whatever. Mm. We're, we're, we can get to bed at night and we'll be like, hmm, you're not a... Uh, yeah. Paid me much attention today. Like that, you've not, you've not paid me much. <laughs> just, anyway. just had my top up again. Right, 50-minute podcast. Put them away. There was 20 minutes, but I think I've really enjoyed today. I love Jurassic Parking. Nice James Blunt chat. Uh, I didn't answer the question. I would like, I can't answer it as one or the other. Yeah. I, I, it's not that I'd want somebody who's not bothered. I want somebody who's bothered but understands. Yeah, that's the that's the ideal. So I can't answer it, and I don't like this feature. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, thanks for listening. Get in touch. All the details are contacting us, and whatever other links I've mentioned will be in the description. And that's episode seventy nine. Au revoir. Uh, are you going to do a di- oh? <laughs> she's bookended the French. <laughs> The end. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.